Hey, Sasha, do you know what time it is? No, Courtney. What time is it? It's spoop hour. What? Yeah. It's Ooh. spoop hour. All right. You know what that means. Let's get spoopy. Let's get trashy. <laughs> <laughs> and know. this is where we would put theme music if we had it. Right. I feel like Keep that would Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Spoop, 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 a doop, boop. Not bad. Please Not write bad. us some music so we don't have to keep singing stupid things. Um, so we're recording this, and um, this will go up early next week. So for us, we're speaking to the future. Hello, future. That's right. We're planning ahead, and we're scheduling this ish. So in theory, Spoop Hour will now be coming to you regularly on Tuesdays. And we're recording on Thursdays. That's right. And sometimes Wednesdays or Mondays or but Sundays. Basically, we're now giving ourselves some time to like upload and to think about things and, and it'll be great. And we can do research and take mm-hmm. notes. And if we have a day where we're like, I'm in a terrible mood, don't make me podcast, we don't have to because we have some time. Exactly. I've got Schedule. my notes. Today. I have mine too. Your That's phone my doesn't phone. make sound. It does. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the noise my phone makes. There it is. Um, so, Sasha, is there anything you'd like to share with the crew? Uh, well, first off, today's episode is brought to you by Pillsbury Pumpkin <laughs> Cinnamon, Cinnamon Rolls. rolls. Um, courtesy of our local Harris Teeter, where they were less than a pumpkin roll that I was originally going to buy for us. And they are quite nice yeah actually i was worried that they were gonna be like sickeningly sweet but they're actually they're not they're that quite bad. good yeah. yeah um yeah whenever anyone says harris teeter i always just think of it as harry teats the teat the teat um, i recently learned that if you get your flu shot at harris teeter you get a discount card to use in the store oh so that's where i'm gonna get my flu shot I think CVS gives you like five bucks. They do or ten bucks. No, ten bucks. But Harris Teeter stuff is better than CVS stuff. Yeah, but real talk. Oh yeah, they all. But they both have makeup, don't they? They do. They have. Hmm. But Harris Teeter has like fancier. Harris yeah. Teeter has pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Sasha, that is true. From Pillsbury. Yeah. This week's steal of approval. So now I know. Better. F my free flu shot that I get from my work <laughs> and go to Harris Teeter, where it's also free, but you also get a discount. Discount. Nice. So really. Your flu shot at work is costing you money. It's true. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so what do I have? I have one quick story to share. What's here? From last week, um, before we get into our official um, story for the week from, uh, from our friends and our listeners, who are probably also probably our friends. People. Although, <laughs> my mom said she is going to give our podcast a try. So, hi, mom. How's cool. it going? But I'd like to think of your mom as my friend. That's true. I like to think of my mom as my friend as well, but she's also my mom. Yeah. She's a pretty cool lady. Yeah. If you don't know her, tough for you, because she's a delight. She she took me to my first OK Go concert she when I was did. high school. <laughs> my mom was a champ, and when I went through my really intense OK Go phase in high school, um, my mom took us to every single concert I wanted to go to, because she's a baller, and I wasn't allowed to do things without parents. But... It's because my mom's awesome, and, like, one time we were accidentally driving the wrong way on a one-way street because driving in D.C. is scary. (laughs) Um, But she protected you. She protected me. She protected us all. And she let me hug Damien Joseph Kulash Jr., my future husband. Yeah. Um, For those of you who are friends with us and are planning on coming over (laughs) at some point, there is now a photo of a teenage Courtney and a teenage (laughs) Sasha hugging Damien Kulash on our fridge. Um, And if you don't know who that is, that's the lead singer of OK Go and my future husband. Um, Once I become 28 and I'm old enough. We look like 
just teenagers, like the worst versions of our teenage selves because we're so well, sweaty yeah, and like, say, we're like we smiling had, like psychos. This was also <laughs> after the concert, so we had been dancing and like my hair was all big because I, for some reason, was like, oh, headbang, that'll be fun, even though it's not that kind of music, but whatever. And I think I tried to wear eyeliner because I oh. look like there's something like smudged all around my eyes and just it's not uh, a good look. And um, this was before I learned that you don't wear band merchandise to the concerts, so I'm wearing an OK Go shirt. And, and this is before I learned how to do anything with makeup or hair. So and photo from this night ended up being part of a Japanese project I did in high school. Yeah, she gave me a snow globe, too. With I did. A photo of, one side was a photo of Damien holding a sign that says, I love Sasha, which is yes. from a concert I couldn't go to. And, and I other felt bad for Sasha, so I made them pose with a photo. Right, and then the other side is a photo of me, like, hugging the shit out of Damien. Because <laughs> we were teenagers. And, and that's this what is you how do. teenagers react to the bands they like. If anyone in OK Go is listening, I'm really sorry that we made you be inappropriate with children. I realized now that, that we were not as cool as we thought we were. No. We were just real excited. Real so, excited. <laughs> thanks for being chill rock stars. I um, guess most of them have children now. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 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 Girl. Okay, I, so I mean, I say most. I think it's two out of four. It's probably two out of four. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. So, my so, weird story. Um,. So, I have a significant other Gross. who listens to this podcast. Gross. Your significant other listens to our podcast, too. Only because I make him. He's not really a podcast dude. Gross. <laughs> Who's not a podcast dude? Come Terrible on now. Terrible people right? that I date. True. Just kidding. He's yeah. also a delight. Much he, like he, my mom. He seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've known him for, like, three years. He seems I nice. I was gonna say, you've known him since we, like, within a month of us dating, yeah. we met him. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I've known him quite a while. Um. <laughs> But, uh, so my, my significant other also podcasts, and, and he also seems nice, but I've only met him in passing, like, three times now. Yes. I don't know that I've ever seen his face full on when I'm, like, closer than, like, ten feet away, because I've only ever seen him leaving, or when I come home, he'll be on the couch, so I've seen the back of his head. And based on the back of his head and the brief glimpse I got of his face that one time, he seems like a cool guy. So I think what you're trying to tell Jack through this podcast is... Hey, we should all hang out. I'm not gonna tell him what to do. Yeah, but or maybe like but every second he doesn't face. meet me, I'm just gonna assume that he's actually evil. That's right. Gasp. Yeah. <laughs> so, throwing down that gauntlet, oh, Sasha's geez. significant other. Well, significant <laughs> other also records his podcast on Thursdays, so we have that additional thing in common. Gross. And so he was listening to Spoop Hour last week um, on his drive home. and um, It's great for listening to in the car. He sent me his own mini submission. <gasps> okay, so here's his story. You did not tell me he sent us a submission. He's slightly less evil now. Yeah. I was commuting back home, sipping my pumpkin spice latte in my car, when I heard you give me a... Give me a shout out for my base, base, I can't even say this, basic pumpkin loving ass and I backflipped off the fucking earth. Nice. And of course, like, I made, like, a really, like, inhuman shriek, and so that just makes it even spookier. Yeah. Um, and then we were talking later, and I was listening to his podcast, because um, he, like, sent it to me shortly thereafter, and I was like, hey, like, oh my god, you were talking about gin and tonics on your episode, too. I was talking about gin and tonics, how we both like gin, or how I like gin and tonics, and oh my god, you like gin and tonics. And then he said that that was another moment where he was like, holy shit, <laughs> because both of us had recorded without telling each other, like, what we were talking about. And yet we ended up talking about gin and tonics both on our shows. So crazy, crazy! Wow, more but than one person both... likes gin and tonics. And <laughs> how do you feel about getting caught in the rain? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I like absolutely have to. I understand, and I have to be like in a mood for it. It's fine. I have a lot of problems with that song. Yeah, because like if you've never really listened to it, 
it's a guy who is trying to cheat on his wife because they're just bored of each other and they're both just part of the scenery and like whatever. So mm-hmm. he like takes out a personals ad saying if you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. If you like making love at midnight. Blah 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 blah. Love at midnight. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Da, 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 da. Yeah. There's our theme song. <laughs> um, and then he meets up with the lady. Like they start corresponding via like letter, via personals ad, whatever. And then they decide to meet up, and he's like, oh my god, it's actually my wife this whole time. We're in love again. And it's like, you were trying to cheat on your wife. You are not a good person, and I do not root for you both. You're both terrible people. Terrible. So just I have a, terrible. Just terrible. Um, like speaking family. of just terrible things, another spooky thing did happen to me at work. I yeah. forgot to mention this. So... Um, if ghosts do exist, mm. then my work bathroom is probably haunted, Uh-oh. because I know I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned it to you before, yeah. where sometimes the first, so, like, it's kind of, like, locker room style, where there's, like, a room with the sinks, then there's a door, and that's where all the stalls are, and they all have the, like, locker mm. doors that are too, like, high up off the ground, they have the weird mm. gaps, so everybody can see everybody's business, um, it's terrible, but the first one, when you go through the door... I think that's where the ghost lives because I'll be alone in the bathroom and I'll be walking out to go wash my hands and the door will suddenly either swing open or slam closed. Mm. So either I am walking with a lot more force or the ghost is just being like, hey girl, hey. Mm. Um, And today that happened again when I was alone in the bathroom. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's bad enough to be in a public restroom. Like if you had to haunt it, that's, that's messed up. Today, one of my students asked to go to the bathroom during rehearsal. I was literally standing in front of a bunch of porta potties, and I was like, "Sure, knock yourself out." And he's like, "Yikes! No, I want to go inside." And we we're like, "What?" And he's like, "I want to go in the building." And I was like, Ugh. "Okay, fine." I understand. I'm an I mean, adult. I am a grown ass woman. I do not need to be using a porta potty. Oh at my no, no, age. no! I <laughs> I went to the adult swim thing at Bull Run last week. It was mm-hmm. just kind of eh, but oh. but I was with good friends, good mm-hmm. people. With significant other. Who's only 47% evil by my estimation. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Um, that number but, goes uh, up higher every but, time I don't Yeah, so it was fun for them. Uh, for Fun for us being together. Uh, yeah. Except for our friend who we had to pull over and he had to throw up. Okay. Yikes. That's spooky. I didn't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> what story? But he did get a vibe from the house that we like pulled out mm, in front of. Like, spooky. To throw up. He was like, yeah, it felt like old people and like death. Felt I was like, like maybe it was because you were vomiting. But, um... It could, you know, either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I managed to go the entire time we were there without going to the porta potties, and so proud. yeah, all of us, like none of us, had to break the seal, so it was, it was good. Um, yeah, porta potties are evil, but at the same time, I was like, kid, like we're standing next to a bunch of toilets, like <laughs> you're in high school, you shouldn't be this gross, right? Yet. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it was more when my brain finished forming, which it just finished forming, right? Twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, twenty five, yeah. twenty six. Um, Which is why I was such a killjoy in college that when people were like, they should lower the drinking age back down to 18, I'm like, no, they should raise it to 25 because that's when your brain stops developing. Damn it, Courtney. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much of a killjoy I am. <laughs> it's okay, you're still cute. I wasn't, I was mostly kidding. <laughs> yeah, you were mostly kidding. But it, yeah. they never had a response to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, yeah, so the bathroom's haunting. Yeah, for real, I would rather, like, pee in the woods then use a porta potty and i do not like True. the woods at all because that's where murderers and ghosts live yeah and sasquatches and sasquatches all the the squatches all of the squatches 
So, um, to get into some spoop talk, it last week we mentioned after talking about yeah. Bunny Man Bridge, I said there was a lizard man in Maryland. That was a lie. I'm so sorry, Maryland listeners. He's actually a goat man. Same deal, but with a goat, which is even less scary than a lizard. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Goats are goats can be kind of cute. Like yeah, but a the... goat man. I mean, it's pygmy, just like a... pygmy goats are really cute. But, like, Imagine the big goats that have the weird, like, split eye thing going oh, on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that head on a human body. Well, according to the urban legend, mm-hmm. and according to the urban legend's Wikipedia page, um, the goat man is an axe-wielding half-animal, half-man creature. Shit. So, like, way to rip off the axe from Bunny Man Bridge. Right. You posers. Um, he was once a scientist who worked in Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. No joke. I was not kidding when I said that he sounds like a Spider-Man villain, because... some Island of Dr. Moreau shit already. Yeah, and th- that is... You don't want to... No. You don't fuck with that. Mm-mm. Like, that's... No. Mm-mm. Hard pass. Um, so, the tale holds that he was experimenting on goats until one experiment backfired, and he mutated, becoming goat-like himself. He then began attacking cars with an axe, much like goats always do. Those damn goats and their axes. Those fucking goats. Like... Uh, if I had a nickel for every time one of those friggin' goats just came and just, like, axed the shit out of my car, I would have enough nickels to fix all of the axe wounds on my car. That's the next, uh, book in the If You Give a Mouse a Cookie series. Yeah, is If, if you, you Give, give a, a Goat, goat an, an Axe. axe. Yeah. hmm <laughs> I would read that book to my children. <laughs> would or wouldn't? I would. I totally would. I would not. If my children didn't turn out to be anything like I was as <laughs> a child. I mean, I'm not planning on having kids, so oh, I would true. probably read it to my niece and ruin her life. Sorry, my BFF, who I don't know who listens to this podcast, so she doesn't know that I'm planning on filling my niece's head with nonsense, but I am trying to turn her into an astronaut, so balance this out. Anyway, um, so Goatman is roaming around attacking cars with an axe um, in Beltsville, Maryland. There's a variation of the legend that says he's an old hermit who lives in the woods, um, and another variation is that the goat man was the result of a very early DNA experiment conducted by a scientist named Stephen Fletcher, although other variations suggest a more supernatural origin involving the devil. Basically, Maryland, get your own fucking le- legend. Bunny Man Bridge was ours, and your stupid 1970s rip-off Bunny Man. Bunny Man's way scarier, so, like, get it together. Damn. Yeah. Well... Yeah, belts coming at that far from here. No, so, yikes. How, how fast can goats move? How fast can bunny men move? Bunnies move pretty fast. Yeah, they can move so fast that their hearts explode if they get really startled, which is a sad fact. You heard about this? Um, the mashup of Grudge versus uh, uh, the Ring. Yeah, yeah. Bunny Man versus Goat Man. Hooray! I would watch to that the movie. Death. To the death. And then they team up and they fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought you weren't going to be on board, but then you slowly turned to me, and I knew you were back in. Um, oh, another thing I that I want to talk about. And I knew. I knew. I knew that moment. But we talked about slow turns. Slow turns we are not did. good. No. Like, nope. when it's on a couch, when the way you did it, it was all cute and sassy, but if you did it, like, in my open bedroom door, I'd freak out and probably throw something at you. So... I, I will slow turn and yes in the doorway <laughs> later tonight. I will full on throw something at you, and I got a lot of stuff within like reach That's of true. where I sleep. So I'll watch out. You will get a giant red panda pillow to the face. <sighs> to the face. To the face. So um, I know we mentioned a couple episodes ago. We've only had three before this, <laughs> and I don't remember which one it was. 
But I know we talked a little bit about Globsters. Because yes. we talked about the Montauk Monster. I think maybe it was episode two. Two, yeah. Um, and right after we hit publish on that sucker, I came across on Facebook a news story about a Globster that washed up after one of the recent hurricanes. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Harvey, but I'm not sure. It might have been Irma. Yeah, one of them. But there was this, it was just a big-ass Globster, and he was all goopy and whatever, so Sasha agreed we should give him a shout-out during the podcast, so... Shout-out to that Globster. Shout-out to that Globster. You keep on globbing, boy or girl. All right, so today we've got um, another story from Frendo. Yep. We've got another featured creature. Yay! And then today I'm going to talk about um, a little bit about Japan and their uh, their spooky creatures. Yeah, and we've already um, established Japan as both a magical and spooky place. Right, and so we're gonna. I'm going to talk about three major kinds of spooky things, which and I'm excited about. Just their general I have not descriptions. Yeah, because I mean I. I've heard all three terms, but Ooh. I thought they were all interchangeable, but apparently there are specifics attached to each one, so we'll talk hmm. about that. I did write a ghost story once that was set in Japan. It was it turned out not to be a ghost story. It was really a gaslighting story, but I did rely heavily on the hungry ghosts of Buddhism, because mm-hmm. those fuckers freak me out. Yeah. Like, Actually, I don't think I talked about hungry ghosts, Ooh. but... We can say that we for another day. Yeah, another day. Yeah. We can talk about evil and mm-hmm. religions and philosophies yeah. and all that shenanigans. So, this first story... First segment is from our friend Kristen. We've um, known Kristen for almost as long as we've known each other. Yeah, so I, you've known her since middle school, mm-hmm. and I've known her since I guess I was in like tenth grade. We were in the same art class. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went, shout out and love to Kristen. Right, thank you for this story. It's um, beautiful. I know you said you were gonna over exaggerate it, but it's beautiful. Yeah. So don't ever doubt yourself. And it's incredible. If you are a writer, if you're not much of a writer, that's okay. We'll take submissions from anyone, and we will retell that's them badly. True. You don't um, even you don't even have to like oversell it if you tell if you want us to embellish for you just say that Ooh, and i should say Mm -hmm. we have an email address now we do that's right bitches we're official um so if you have a story and you're not friends with us on facebook or you feel weird about sending that stuff over facebook email spoophour at gmail.com and we will read it and possibly retell it badly yeah so Kristen um went uh she, she was she still is this yes. like amazing artist yeah. um and so was talented enough to be accepted into the Rhode Island School of Design or RISD um so that's where this story is set okay so this is uh this is Kristen's story imagine fog setting over the Ooh. New England time places New England time places it started just, out so promising it was very clear in my head and then I just kind of lost it it's okay so just imagine New England okay foggy foggy beautiful, beautiful New England lobsters During my junior year of college at the Rhode Island School of Design, I lived in a quaint yellow house on Angel Street in the heart of the College Hill neighborhood. I had picked this house specifically. The other hill houses, the historic homes on, uh, I I said Angel, but that's Angel. Angel? Angel. Angel, Angel. Sorry, Kristen, we've already ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) And Benefit. That's another street name. Just think, friends, this could be your story yeah. that we ruined. I've, I've ruined it already. I was, like, so proud it. of my first couple sentences. You did very well. I like your storytelling voice. All right. Uh, so I picked this house specifically. The other hill houses all, have ha- uh, all had a long history of paranormal activities. Dun, dun, dun. Being particularly sensitive to that sort of thing, 
I picked the little yellow house built in 1818 because there had never been any reports of activity. Right. What bad shit's going to go down in a yellow house? A little yellow house, too. Yeah. Like, that sounds adorable. Like, you want to pick it up in your pocket and carry it with you everywhere. One night, I had stayed up quite late working on a project for studio the next morning. It must have been around two or three in the morning, judging by the stillness in the house. I started down the winding gray servant staircase to the basement to retrieve my laundry. Servant staircases are frightening. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Kristen, why are you doing your laundry in the middle of the night? That's true. Kristen, love yourself. Love Don't yourself. do laundry in the middle of the night. Do it never. <laughs> I have to pause here because there's something I want you to understand. The basement was cramped, musty with abandoned rooms and witty graffiti scrawled all over the pe- peeling lead paint. There was a heaviness down there, something which always made me uneasy enough to look over my shoulder. The old wooden spiral steps created beneath a creak beneath my bare feet, and I paused, looking straight ahead, but somehow no longer seeing. Suddenly, there was music. A violin. No, a full quartet. You could hear the soft thuds of the bow hairs on the strings. Children ran across the wood floor of the hallway above, and I felt the stairs shaking with each hard footsteps and heard their giggles pass by me. See, I'd be chill with, like, a full-on ghost string quartet, because it's like, yeah, because I love string quartets. I love the viola, I love violin solos, all of that. So I'd be like, oh, this is nice, this could be worse. But children, nope. Bad enough when they're alive. (laughs) Clinking of glasses. Laughter. Mm. A strange language. Mm, Perhaps Dutch? There was an intense loneliness, a feeling of not belonging. Then it was gone. It lasted only a moment, but it was enough for me to leave my laundry in the dryer that night. See, that's why you don't do laundry in the middle of the night, sugar bear. I later found out that the original owner of the home, a Mr. Congdon, Congdon? Congdon. Congdon? Congdon? Yeah. Congdon? Congdon. Had been in... Congdon. Congdon. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry if your last name is Congdon. Had been involved with Dutch fur traders. Mm. During that time period, there was a large slave trade market. They often kept slaves in the basements of homes on College Hill. I can't help but wonder if Congdon House was one of them. Hmm. Hmm. I'm so upset about that detail that, like, even my cat realized, and she had been lounging, and now she's like, it's okay. You don't have to be scared. Thanks, Boop. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. That was That's spooky. spooky. And I'm sorry that happened to you. And I hope that nothing scary happens to you when you do laundry now. Yeah. Other than doing laundry, which is scary enough. Be safe, baby. We love you. Mwah. See, now that could be your story, and we could be telling you that we love you. And if you want that to be you, DM us, email us at spoophour at gmail.com, Facebook message us, find us in the street. Send a globster. Send a lobster. Send Momo, the six-foot farting monster. (laughs) You want them to send you to you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're my favorite fart monster. I am a fart monster. Yay! Um, All right, so that was was our story from Friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So, once again, I am doing this week's Featured Creature. Eventually we will be trading off, but Sasha's mm-hmm. life is very busy, and it was enough that she did all this research into Japanese scary things mm-hmm. that I'm very excited to hear about. So, this week's featured creature will be by me again. Woohoo! Now, this featured creature is from Slavic and Russian folklore. Oh. So would you like me to do the voice? Because, I lied, I can kind of do an Irish accent. And I can kind of do a really bad stereotypical Russian accent. I, I would like to hear you try. Feel free to give up whenever. <laughs> I won't okay. force you to stay for the whole thing. 
Let me assume my character. I am Russian folklorist. <laughs> you need to be afraid of me because of my iron teeth and my long nose that rattles against the roof of my house when I sleep and snore. Oh, I know what this is. I think. Maybe. Keep going. So, in my hut, if you come into my hut, you will have to cross through my bone fence, which has many skulls on top of it oh. with glowing red eyes. Hmm. You should be afraid, because I will eat you up if you are not polite to me. There is a correct answer when I ask you if you were sent or if you came because you wanted to. Now, some say my most distinctive feature is that I am old hag with broom, and this broom hides my many secrets, because... As I walk through the forest when I am not in my house, I sweep away all evidence that I was there, and you do not know that I was present. Now, some say most distinctive feature of me is my house, for my house spins around, makes a scary noise, and has chicken feet. And these chicken feet are how I get places to eat people. Now, according to some folklore, I have two sisters who have the same name as me, which is very confusing. And sometimes, like many folklore, I'm old lady or beautiful young lady. We just don't know. Do you know who I am? Baba Yaga. Yeah, girl! Yeah! Woo! So, as you probably can guess, the reason why I picked Baba Yaga is because Jezebel recently did a feature to determine who was going to take over the mermaid's mantle as the next hot beauty yes. trend. And so they did a really intense, like, multiple, like, March Madness level rounds of voting shit. Yes. And, um... Baba Yaga Baba won. Baba Yaga won, beating out such things as sirens, unicorns, um, I think they had leprechauns. And so right now they keep doing features about, like, how to get the look. Although it does bother me. They say that to get the look you should wear, like, chicken leg socks, which is not accurate because Baba Yaga doesn't have chicken legs. No, her, her house, house does. does. So unless you're going to dress up like a house. Which I probably would. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Um, but yeah, according to Russian folklore, she's sometimes three ladies and they're all named Baba Yaga and they all have slightly different features. Um, and they're in control of a bunch of stuff. Um, this all comes from oldrussia.net slash baba.html. <laughs> baba. <laughs> baba. So, um, she's also called Baba Yaga Bony Legs because even though she's very, very hungry and she eats a lot, she's thin as a skeleton. So in Russian, that's, and hold on tight here because this is going to get rough, Baba Yaga Kostyanaya Noga. That sounded Russian. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Um... So, yeah, she's got the long nose, and it rattles when she snores, and she sleeps by, like, sprawling out in her ancient brick house, which I can appreciate, because I that's the, the best way to sleep. I do the same thing. I mean, yeah. we don't live in an ancient brick house, but I do no. sprawl out. Oh, yeah, it's the best way to sleep. Mm. Like, starfish. Yeah, girl, all the bed is mine, except for the part of it that is my cat's. Um, so, yeah, whenever she shows up, wind and trees and shrieking and wailing, and then a bunch of spirits come with her, um... So her broom is apparently made of silver birch, and she can fly through the air on it, but she usually gets around with her beautiful chicken leg hut. Um, you said beautiful chicken leg hut, and now I'm just imagining, like, this, like, really, oh, like, like, sexy, like, like sexy chicken leg like, In cartoons, when they're, like, trying to get somebody to pull over, they, like, lift up their yes. very shapely leg, and it's that. Or, yeah, the um, Mrs. Robinson leg <laughs> yeah. with the chicken leg, or um, the end of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie when Patrick is in, oh, like, the yeah. thigh high, you know, the, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm talking about, the big boots. I've seen pictures, even yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, but trying chicken to seduce legs. me, Colonel Robinson. Colonel, like, Kentucky Fried Can- Chicken. <laughs> I know. That's not my best. I can do better. Popeye the... I I, Popeye the Sailor Man. 
Um, so according to Russian lore, Baba Yaga rules over the elements, which I did not know. Hmm. Um, she has some faithful servants who are the White Horseman, the Red Horseman, and the Black Horseman. I assume these are important figures in Slavic lore, but hmm. I was lazy and did not look up what they all do. Um, because I didn't want to confuse myself. So she also has three bodiless and somewhat menacing pairs of hands that just pop up to do her bidding. And she calls them my soul friends or friends of my bosom. Which bosom buddies, bosom buddies, and their hands, which does beg the question of what they're honk, doing. To honk, this. honk, <laughs> don't honka. It's rude. Um, yeah. So she's got a bunch of friends, and she's apparently popped up in a bunch of different lores. So she might have an enemy. We just don't know. Um, sometimes she's a helper and a wise woman. She can be the Earth Mother. Um, yeah, so that's, she's also said to be a guardian spirit of the fountain of the waters of life and of death. Hmm. She's the arch crone, the goddess of wisdom and death, the bone mother. So from now on, I'd like you to refer to me by my full title, the arch crone. Only if you call me bone mother. Obviously. Cool. Cool. This has been arch crone and bone mother coming at you with this week's featured creature. Nice. I'm so glad that you had figured it out. So when I... (laughs) Uh, I was hanging out with Matt and Megan last week at the mm-hmm. Adult Swim thing, and, um... Our biggest fans. Yeah, and... Was it last week? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we, we got on the topic of Banshees again, and then there was something else that popped up recently on Facebook, and I th- think it was about Banshees, and I was like, damn it. And then yesterday, I was hanging out with Significant Other, and... Yes. Was it? Yeah, and he said something about Banshees, and I was like, oh... <laughs> they'll haunt you like forever. The, yeah so it's just like <laughs> you had it i fucking, could tell that you banshees. knew it it's just the words slipped your mind i know i, I could, could like, tell screaming you women you knew what i was talking about I knew what it's you're okay t- yeah um, so also banshees were beaten by baba yaga in jezebel's like who will be the next beauty thing and i did i, I voted for banshees and i i really wanted it to be sirens man because like, and, you want to talk about baller ladies in mythology. Well, and so, how much pop culture has, you know, effed with my head, first off, <laughs> I knew is Baba Yaga, because I think I learned about Baba Yaga from um, Arthur, like the kids' show. Oh! Sue Ellen, I think, was trying to explain Baba Yaga, like, in one See, of the episodes. I don't think I ever saw that episode. But, I first learned about it, embarrassingly, through a high school band, because... Uh-huh. Um, my sophomore year when I was in concert one, mm-hmm. um, Symphonic played a song. Symphonic was our top band mm-hmm. and the song was called Baba Yaga. And oh. Mr. Holder, our band director, explained who that was. And I just remember the chicken legged hut. And I was like, well, that's fucking amazing. This is right. the best thing I've ever heard about. So that's, yeah, there's, that's there's an I Arthur episode and they like illustrate, nice. like animated the chicken leg hut. Oh, it, it was amazing. pretty funny. Um, but the sirens have been ruined for me. And I, I used to teach ninth really? grade. I used to teach, um, you know, the Odyssey and, like, had to talk about sirens. Right. But fucking Homer's Odyssey on The Simpsons. Oh, so, like, Homer Simpson's Odyssey, yeah. where Patty and Selma are <laughs> the sirens. Nothing wrong with that. And they sing the song. They sing the, um, oh, my God. They, there, there's a... Uh, Copacabana parody, but it's about the Island of Sirens, and it's so funny. And so that's, like, whenever anyone says anything about sirens, I just imagine Patty and Selma in, like, a clamshell bikini (laughs) with their not-shaved legs. Beautiful. Iconic ladies. Um, Um, Yeah. (laughs) I like, there was a Tumblr post I was talking about how sirens, it never says that they just, like, sing to seduce you, because... Obviously, that's not going to work on everybody. Right. Like, some people, they'll be like, totally. 
I want to fuck that lady. And some people are going to be like, I'm cool, thanks, for whatever reason. Um, but sirens are going to sing about whatever it is that's going to make you get off of your boat and, like, come drown. So, like, it could be like, hey, we have cake. Do you want to see a poppy? Chocolate-covered beef jerky. <laughs> and Sasha just revealed what the siren was. That what you, the sirens would have to say to get you off your uh, boat? Like two days ago, yeah. Honestly, um, for me, it would be, "Do you want to hold a red panda?" And I would be like, "Boom!" Lickety split in that water. Because if I were ever near a red panda, I would full-on Kristen Bell sloth meltdown. Yeah. Um, and the Chattanooga Zoo lets you interact with red pandas, mm. and I low-key want to go, but I also know that I will be ugly crying the entire time. Cool. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sasha wants to make me cry. So you want to make me cry with Spoop? Uh, yeah. Sasha, tell me a story. Oh, is this my turn? Yes. For my go- yes. My Sorry, image. I was unclear. So much, it's not so much a story. It's just, just tell, my tell findings. Tell me a thing. Yeah, okay. So, so tell me your findings. So, um, you know, as we're, a, I guess today was our first cool day in a while. Thank God. And autumn just started. Thank um, God. And we're about to hit, you know, October, which is our spooky season. But um, in Japan, their spooky season is actually the summer. So let's say you spent your summer in Japan, you came back for the fall in America, you get two back-to-back spooky seasons. Well, that's what I, how I'm going to spend my life, because right? I love spooky seasons. So um, do you, with all of your vast trivia knowledge from <laughs> Japan Bowl, know why summer would be uh, the spooky season in Japan? Well, you, I know you have the Obon Festival of the mm-hmm. Dead in August. Yep. And that's both a major holiday, and it's the Festival of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... Yeah, that was the answer yeah. I was looking for. Oh, is that yeah, it? Yeah, that okay. was it. I was like, what you was also it? have Tanabata, which is no, Tanab- spooky has nothing so much, to do with but it's anything. like magical. Yeah. No, yeah, that's Tanabata. Because you're making a wish. Yeah, I don't no, know, then, you're, then you're getting further away from what I wanted. Yeah, well, but yeah, so. got a new one. Well, here's here's why that was my guess because that was my conceit for my gaslighting story with the hungry ghost. Oh. It was the idea. So this girl has a crazy roommate um, who is gaslighting her into thinking that she's being haunted because she got freaked out during the Buddhism unit about hungry ghosts, which mm. are very spooky as far as I'm concerned. And then her crazy roommate, they went to the Bone Festival and her crazy roommate grabbed one of the lanterns out of the ocean and brought it home with her. Mm. And the main character's like, girl, that's not cool. One, that's somebody's like representative family mm. member, like that's fucked up. And two, what the fuck, you're bringing ghosts into my house. Right. So um, shenanigans ensue. Gotcha. Well, yeah, so Obon, um, that's when we usually get together and celebrate um, the lives of people we've lost and, you know, come back together as, like, families and mm-hmm. reunite, and there's there's gifts, um, big gift-giving in the summer and in the winter. And, and so double all the time, because if you go yeah. someplace... You have to take something. Yeah. Um, and so this is also the major season um, for haunted houses, mm. and, um, and, like, you know, in the fall they also have school festivals and... You know, most high schools do a haunted house as well. Um, Can I ask a question yes, real quick? Yes, you may. Is it disrespectful at all to have a haunted house during Bone Festival? Because I know it's like, you know, it's pretty serious. You're re- remembering departed family members well, and honoring their lives. There, there are a bunch of festivals, right? Yeah. And so sometimes at the festival there's also, like, another area. There's like, oh, oh, haunted house. Okay. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, so okay, not, okay. 
not disrespectful. Like I, I would assume not because yeah, they do it. Doing it's, it's pretty yeah. regular. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean to like. Yeah, I, okay. I was just like. Yeah. yeah. You know. You don't yeah. want to be like. Go visit right. your grandfather in the haunted house. Yeah. No. 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 It's more. So that. So what's inside the haunted house is mostly what I'm about to to, to get to. Um, so it's also when like if you turn on the TV, there's like scary movies and like oh. scary trivia shows and stuff. Um, because trivia shows are really big in Japan. Um. So you know, it's it's all ghosts all the time. Um, ghost, ghost, so ghost, ghost, there are ghost, ghost. three kind of major supernatural categories um, that I was able to kind of narrow things down to. And obviously there's more yeah. going on, but I'm only going to, you know, talk about the three major ones. Yokai, which I think we've all heard of because of, like, Yokai Watch, the kids' anime. Um, obake, which Haunted House is Obake Yashiki. Um, okay. And then there's Yurei. And so sometimes obake and yurei are used interchangeably, okay. or as I've heard them. And so, and even obake, like, sometimes the English translation is ghosts, but yurei is also ghosts. <laughs> so, um, so yokai well, we first. words for ghosts in English, too. Right, right. You have right. ghosts, you have spirits, you have spirits, you right. have spooks, whatever. Yeah, so, um, so yokai first um, are just general, like, supernatural beings. Um, these are, like, um... Our Western, uh, like, demons, goblins, monsters, you know, like, the th- like more tangible creatures. Um, are they the ones that, I don't, I'm completely mm-hmm. blanking on the name, but in early February, you throw beans at them to purify your house? Yes. Is that them? Uh, well, yeah, so Oni, Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Oni is one type, um, and these are basically just devils, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... Yeah, Setsubun is... Yeah, Setsubun, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Setsubun, the Oniwasato Fukua Uchi, you know, devils are outside, good luck is inside. Um, we, when we lived in Japan, mm-hmm. um, during my Japanese class at school, we made masks to be Oni, mm-hmm. and then I made my family celebrate it, so yeah. I wore the mask and they threw beans at me. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so Oni are one type of yokai, um, and... Uh, it's kind of a vague term, yokai. Yeah. Um, it can kind of encompass like a large variety of creatures, mm-hmm. and they can range from benevolent to totally evil. Okay. So, so um, this is kind of like your generic catch-all ghost spirit, spirit, spooky monster. It could be chill, or it could thing. be evil. yeah. It could be chill. It could be evil. Okay. Um, the oldest written record dates back to like the eighth century. Um, I know that in Tales of Genji. Um, there's mention of spirits and stuff like that too. Nice. Um, Way to go, Lady and, uh, and a lot of these are also featured in like video games, mm-hmm. like um, so not just the Yokai Watch the movie and the Yokai Watch games, yeah. but also like uh, you know Okami and some other like games that are very rooted in Japanese uh, culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, the Taiko Drum Master game, and then Katamari Damashi. Which I've been playing a lot of recently. Now that I have my PS2 hooked up, mm-hmm. um, Katamari also has a lot of these things kind of thrown in as almost like trivia throughout the game. So you can yes. like roll up oni, you can throw up, uh, throw up. What am I saying? Roll up, <laughs> roll up, roll, um, up. <laughs> roll up tengu, roll up, um, you know, tanuki and kappa and that kind of stuff. So um, a couple other ones, yeah. Like I said, tengu. Um, that's if you've ever seen like the red mask with the big long red nose. Um, there's one Tengu in, I can't remember which part of Japan, but its nose fell off in a bad snowstorm last winter. Oh, so no. they put, like, a giant bandage oh. over where the nose was until it got warm enough that they could re- 
fix it and not worry about the snow falling on it. Consider it. Um, there's, uh, Tanuki, which, um, like, are kind of raccoons, but these are more magical raccoons. Um, oh no, I'm blanking on the name. There's a Mia's, uh, there's a Studio Ghibli movie. Um. Use your words. I don't remember the title. Oh god. What's it I'm about? I'm the worst fan. It's a t- they're they're raccoons. They're tanuki. Oh, but it's the one yeah, that you know they have the, ball, yeah, the testicles. The fat, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah. So if you ever <laughs> the see big fat balls. the big fat balls, if you ever see a raccoon looking thing with like a little hat, and um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, they're they're also oh, there's one in um Link's Awakening as well, the Zelda game. Um, oh. yeah, but yeah, they have giant testicles. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, there's also um, Karakasa uh, Kozo, which is like a umbrella. Um, it's 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 a ghost that's shaped like an umbrella. If you're familiar at all with a Gegege no Kitaro, um, that's another like Japanese kid show that dates all the way back to I guess my mom's youth and all the way up till now. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it usually has one eye and it's a it's an umbrella and it hops around. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's Medama Oyaji, which is like a I I I dad. He's, he's an eyeball. That's that's my <laughs> character's dad. dad. Um, and then Kappa, and I think a lot of people who are familiar with any like Japanese mythology or whatever mm-hmm. um, know Kappa. That's the kind of half turtle thing with the bowl of water on its head. Um, that's oh, another one where yeah. I think it must have been the same episode of Arthur. My where, God, Arthur where, was on point. Yeah, that Arthur. Episode. They talk about um, like because you have to like you know like trick the. Uh, Kappa like to get past her or whatever and they accidentally make it bow and I think I think it was Buster was telling the story about the Kappa and like Sue Ellen talked about the Baba Yaga I learned a lot of good shit <laughs> good shit from PBS let's call it PBS um, and keep PBS. funding for it because right? PBS is what taught me that having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card again Arthur yeah that shit was so good <laughs> that shit was lit we, we had good um, also, real quick to interject, childhoods. I was on my phone, yeah. but I was still listening. The reason why I was on my phone was because um, back when I still watched Teen Wolf on MTV, oh, don't Jesus. judge me, um, right before I gave up watching it, um, season three featured a lot of Japanese lore and nobody helped the white people um, with their pronunciation. So it was a little painful to watch because everybody was talking about the Yakuza and it's like, help the white people, please, please. Please. Somebody please help. Please, the white someone please help the white people. Um, but like the bad, the main bad guy is the Nogitsune, who's you know the void Kitsune, the tricks of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are these Oni who, confusingly in Teen Wolf, they're both like against the Nogitsune, but then they're also for the Nogitsune. It's complicated. Somebody help the writers. Somebody help the writers and the white people on Teen Wolf, but it's off the air now, I think. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, so I was like, I know that they had those dudes, and they made them look like samurai um, in almost kabuki masks, okay. almost. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I know they called them a thing, but I couldn't remember specifically what word they used. And so mm. after some googling, I determined it's the only. Okay. So they were they were demons who were sometimes chill and sometimes not chill. Sometimes, sometimes chill, sometimes not chill. Like us all. Like yeah, yeah, like us all. Hashtag deep. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Lord, um, Lord. All right. So the next type uh, that I'm going to talk about are um, obake, and okay. I looked around. It looks like obake do count as a type of yokai as well. So again, so like yokai is kind of the sasquatch of the categories. Yeah, but I don't feel like like a 
Like a Jersey Devil is not in the Sasquatch category. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like cryptozoology. So like, yeah. So like cryptids. Cryptids are the big category, but then the family of right. Sasquatches and Yetis and yeah. So I wonder if yeah, cryptids and yokai could be that kind close. of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe. Well, because you you did you did explain that they have like. The spectrum of right. they could be good, they could be evil, they could, you know, yeah. do this, they could do that, and they have the big red nose, or they don't yeah. have the big red nose, or they I have a band-aid. Um, Gravity Falls does a really good job about showing the the spectrum. Man, kids shows are doing a really great job. Doing some good shit. Yeah. 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 So, um, Obake, top of yokai, <laughs> um, with, and this is, again, like, one of those things, it doesn't have a clear, like, English or, like, Western equivalent in Western mm-hmm. lore. Um, but the closest thing that I could come up with is, like, shape-shifting things, right? Um, sometimes it's translated, again, as ghost, but, again, specifically, ghosts are yude. So, um, one famous example, I think the most famous example, are the Kodama from Mononoke Hime, from Princess Mononoke. Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, actual Kodama are actually, like, scarier. They, they inhabit the... They're, they're the spirit of the trees, and if you cut down a tree, okay. it'll, like, haunt your ass. Okay, so they're, like, angry dryads. Yeah. In Japanese Yeah, and, yeah may, maybe. See, I love well, that about mythology well, that you have, like, kind well, of similar... Well, Kodama would be, like, angry dryads, sure. right? Not, yeah. not Obake as... Oh, no, 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 but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah Kodama yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah, like, I love that in mythology, kind of... It, I mean, obviously, it matters where you go, but, like, th- these similarities mm-hmm. emerge from cultures that... Right. They didn't have the interaction to, like... Well, build similar myths that's just that's right well like dragons dragons exist like basically everywhere yeah except that like chinese and japanese dragons are basically water-based yeah and or the eastern dragons are water-based and um western dragons are like fire-based which presumably is because that's where they were finding the fucking dinosaur bones (laughs) right (laughs) um in japan and china they found them in the water and then everywhere else they found them on land Mm um i was gonna say something Oh, I know that mm-hmm. in Native American spirituality, they mm-hmm. do have skinwalkers, which are kind of the, mm-hmm. the, the shapeshifters, mm-hmm. and they're not, like, spooky monsters, they're, like, part of the mythos, but it is kind of that, kind of that same. Right, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe something like that. I'm, yeah. The I'm, not, I'm not I'm sure doing, I'm doing my research, and my though. mom is not home, and so, <gasps> so I'm like, damn, I can't use my Japanese sounding you board. Your, you need your first. I need my, first, my actual. Your primary source. My primary source, my actual Japanese mother who grew up. <laughs> with all this stuff. Aww. Um, I, my ghost seeing Japanese. Yeah. 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 Your mom's fucking mystic. My mom, my mom. Also is... in Teen Wolf, um, there is a, <laughs> a character who I believe she's Japanese and Korean. Uh-huh. Um, but her mom is Japanese and her mom is the kitsune and her mom is like all into that, like seeing the demons and shit. So your mom is probably a kitsune is my logic right here. Shit. Because <laughs> Teen Wolf is a fully accurate source and should be referred to as often as possible. I can't. I'm so sorry. You that's just all flipped a lie. your position in like within like <laughs> three minutes. That's all a lie. Somebody needs to help these writers in. They, also, they Teen do. Wolf is accurate. No, it's not even slightly accurate. <laughs> because like the Kitsune in Teen Wolf have like electricity powers, huh? Which I don't think is a Pikachu. Yeah, it's kind of a Pikachu. Like they can like control electricity and Kitsune. Yeah, Pikitsune. Oh. You want to be that for Halloween? That'd be so cute. <laughs> I was thinking about like Fantastic Mr. Fox as being a really cool costume. There you like, go. Like like the Meryl Streep character. I was possible. Fox it, you was know, in she has the, like this yeah. really cute yellow dress with the little apples on it, and yeah. she gets a little apron with all of her art supplies. I have aprons. I'm like I like feel that look. 
And also she's Meryl Streep. Or you can be Baba Yaga's hut and we'll put you in a big cardboard box and build you a little roof. Chicken legs. And then chicken legs. My sexy chicken (laughs) I would really really like that. Please DM us or email spoophour at gmail.com if you think Sasha should be Baba Yaga's hut for Halloween. That would be amazing. That would be so good. I don't know if Connie has a costume yet, but she does have the silver hair now. She could be Baba Yaga. That's true. Could be a really cute couple. It could costume. be a really cute couple's costume. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Connie. Yeah, right. girl. Sorry, I mean, sorry, significant other. <laughs> according to the Democratic Party, oh, they g- do think we're married. Yeah, and according to the Repu- Republican Party, I'm the patriarch of this family. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. And they didn't invite me to their wedding, which is pretty rude. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Whatever. Canadian sorry. Whatever. That means I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, all right. And then finally, the last category I've got is are the actual yude. Yeah. Right, which are ghosts. ghosts. Um, I'm going to sign ghosts at you because it's really cute. And I know podcasts are not a visual medium, but look how cute this shit is. Aww. Right? It's adorable. Go so on YouTube like, and search look up ghost ghosts. sign. It's, um, so it's kind of your middle finger is touching your thumb on both of your hands and they start out verticals and then they're all touching and then you kind of a swirl from your bottom hand to your top hand it's adorable adorable that reminds me of like one of the little ghosty pokemon there's a bunch but they're like cute ghost pokemon now not just like my my, my favorite (laughs) my favorite original ghosts ghosts. Um, anyway so so tell me about japanese ghosts so japanese ghosts i'm sure most of us have seen um pictures of if not actually watched like the Ring and The Grudge, right? Wait, those, um, the, the Ring was a Japanese movie? What? I thought it was an American movie. Oh my god. They Ringu. Rip us off. <laughs> Ringu, Ringu is just the American word for ragu. I'm totally kidding. I need this <laughs> movie. Don't make that face at me. Um, so, so if you think about, like, what The Ring looked like or what The Grudge looks like, you yeah, know, you're imagining like, white, very, very pale, white, robe um Mm -hmm. so if it's the japanese version of the ring you know white kimono Mm -hmm. the burial kimono and then long black disheveled stringy hair Mm. and so part of the reason is that of that is you're buried in white yeah i was gonna say because white is is the color of death in japan isn't it uh or is it just like because red and white together is a celebratory oh that's true but red is also not a great color on its own isn't it i i don't remember okay no luck hmm you don't want to write your name in red. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's... what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. Yeah, yeah, Right. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, because when you sign official papers, you have to do the name stamp the, in Yeah, red. but hunk, hunko is different yeah, than true. writing your name true. out we in red. We had to get a hunko when we were signing our laces, yeah. whole thing. Gotcha. Um, no, because when I started working at the school I work at, our colors are red and white, and my mom oh. was like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Cool. Um, but, but traditionally, and this doesn't necessarily have to ring true now, but traditionally they would bury them in the white kimono, Mm -hmm. um, and then take down your hair. So Uh, that's why their hair would stay down. Okay. Right. And obviously you, you bury them to look nice, but if you are a ghost and you're a vengeful ghost, you're not going to look great. No, Um, you're just pissed and you're wearing white and you're grumpy about it. Right. They might haunt a person, but we were talking about this before with the Mark Twain thing. Yeah. Japanese ghosts are... basically just stuck there in the where place. they are they're, they're stuck in the place where they okay. they they died just where they died and not where they're buried or no where where they where were they like they died? okay and usually there's a reason for them to be sticky like staying there right um and um 
they can only move on once their unfinished business is done. Cool. And so, you know, the ring and the grudge are terrifying, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this uh, show that I watched this summer with my mom on, it's on Netflix. Um, it's subtitled for your enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories. And there's this one episode where this guy who lived in an apartment with his mother, his mother gets sick and, or no, did, do they live together? Yeah, they live together. Um, but his mother gets sick, I think cancer or something and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad, and he, you know, goes to the funeral, and a few months later, it's Obon season, and he's remembering his mother, and he's having kind of night terrors, and he's, he's having bad dreams, and he sees his, like, his mom coming for him, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh no, it's a ghost, and he, like, wakes up, and he, he thinks he sees his mother's ghost, and so he and these friends in this little, um, all-night diner are trying to figure out, like, you know, what is this, your mother's unfinished business? Mm-hmm. And he starts thinking about his own thing, like, you know, I live alone, like, if I die, like, no one's gonna find me for a while, oh. and it'd be kind of like the equivalent of, like, a New York City death. No yeah. one finds you, your body, until, until you start it starts to smell, to smell right? neighbors are like, and didn't there used to be a person there? He, uh, he's like, I have, I have so much porn, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to find my, my porn collection. You um, always need to have a buddy to right. destroy your porn well, when so, you die. So, so that's the thing. Is like he, he's asking people, like, if I die, like, I need you guys to get rid of my porn. So, like, <laughs> so they're still trying to figure out, like, why his mother's ghost is appearing to him and stuff. And so I, I, I'm not going to... his porn habits. I'm not going to spoil the ending for you. I, I highly recommend Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories. Um, mm. I, you know, I recommend... We recommended uh, What We Do in the Shadows so do. hard and last week that last night, Significant Other and I watched it because he hadn't seen it before and he is on board he also recommends it <laughs> it's the best it's movie yeah so that and to- midnight diner tokyo stories um, just scroll until you find the one that's like a ghost one have you seen um, uh crimson peak i have not but i use okay. the trailer to introduce um american gothic okay yeah um it's good if you haven't watched it it is a good ghost story it isn't really spooky so much as it is kind of like suspenseful and mm-hmm. just sort of a like murky dark period piece and, like, obviously there are ghosts and there is some, like, horror and, like, oh, no. What's, yeah, what's it's, it's definitely a very gothic piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very gothic. Yeah. Um, but also enjoyable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Listen to ghosts when they're your mother. Right. That's, um, that's what that had to do with Crimson Peak. When it's your mom, you listen to her yeah. ghost. Um, and or so, when it's your mom and she's a person, you listen to her, too. Hi, Mom. <laughs> so, so for, um, for Yure, um, I found this great list um, from this website called Tofugu. Um, so, like, Tofu and Fugu, Fugu. Portmanteau. <laughs> um, I've been a fan of Tofugu for a really, really long time. I go there for a lot of my, like, Japanese pop culture needs. Um, but they have a list of pretty pretty much, like, the main classifications of ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, the types of ghosts, and the kind of their specific traits. So, um, I'm just going to go through it. Feel free to chime in when you want to. Um, the first category is Onryo, which are vengeful ghosts who were somehow wronged during their lifetimes and come back from purgatory for some payback. Okay. Um, then there's... Which you stole my parking space. Maybe. Or, like, even just, I think, you know, being murdered. Right? I mean, on a scale of bad things, probably your parking spot being stolen is pretty up there. Trying to one-up me with murder, but, like, mm. it really sucks when someone steals your parking space. <laughs> no, I know. It's murder. Yeah, it's murder. It's murder. Um, it's always murder. And then there's Ubume, which are is the ghost of a mother who died in childbirth or maybe died leaving her children behind. Oh. Um, but instead of... This is really sad. This oh. is, like, not an angry ghost. This is just, like, a sad ghost. Sasha's making me cry with her story. Um, instead of bringing wrath, this Yude brings sweets and longs to take care of her children. I know. Oh. I just, why I know, you, I just want to cry. Why did you do this? Okay, but, I'm uh, okay, okay. I'm um, so weak. Goryo, 
Um, Gordio <laughs> is the next one. Ghosts of the ar- uh, aristocratic class, especially those who were martyred. Um, Gordio are mainly interested in vengeance. Yes, so if you are somehow, so I'm imagining like basically the entire like. British monarchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like those little boys in the War of the Roses. The, right, who get pushed down the stairs in time. And they're London. like, let's go, right. bitches. They're Goryeo. Um, and <laughs> War then, of the Roses 2. Goryeo, it's on, bitches. Goryeo. Let's Goryeo it on. Yeah! Um, <laughs> let's Goryeo exact revenge. Uh, <laughs> um, there, there's Funa Yure, um, which Funa, Fune, Funa, Fune, right? It's like the same kanji. Um, which are the ghosts of those who died at sea. Um, these ghosts Fune are, means boat. Right, these ghosts are said to have a scaly complexion, and some might even resemble, like, what we would think of as, like, mer creatures. Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, then there's, um, uh, Zashiki Warashi, which are the ghosts of children, um, and they're oh. usually more mischievous than dangerous, so, like, poltergeists, if you're thinking uh, of, like, peeves, like, a peeves-level por- okay, poltergeist in like Harry Potter. poltergeist Not, like, poltergeist, poltergeist in the, in poltergeist, poltergeist. right? We're thinking, like, Harry Potter, like, um. peeves. Um, so that's Zashiki Warashi. I have a funny significant mm-hmm. other in Japanese story to tell, to lift everybody back up after we spoof them all out. Okay, so, good. Let's go. Then there's, um, finally the last two, which are, I think, uh, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Um, samurai ghosts and seductress ghosts. But wait, what is the seductress ghost? <laughs> um, just a ghost of a vengeful man or woman who comes back to start a post-death love affair oh, with a human. They come back all yeah, right. Yeah. Oh! oh! Gross. So, um... <laughs> Yes. We already said we're not interested in that kind of ghost. Right. So, so you know, there, there's there's a lot happening with, you know, these, like, spirits and weird creatures in Japan. I think in subsequent episodes we'll be able to, like, delve into yeah. a couple a little and bit I deeper. Know, and I, I did propose that we do a recurring segment called Around the World in 80 uh-huh. Myths where we just, like, explore different mythologies mm-hmm. around the world. Because, as I mentioned, one, I love mythology, and two you get those, like, really interesting similarities mm-hmm. in cultures that didn't really touch each other, but they're that are just, you know, looking at the s- similar or the same world right. and just coming up with different reasons for it. And mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that they come up with some of the same stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so, that yeah. was my my bit. That was awesome. Three major... Love it. Spooky things from Japan. Thanks, The Japan. yokai, the obake, and yure. I'm glad I didn't know about those when I lived in Japan. It was crippled yeah, with my you, Yeah, <laughs> Um, sweet little nine-year-old me. So, my funny story. So, when I'm not crazy stressed out from work and busy and not wanting to do anything with my brain when I get home, I do Duolingo to keep my Japanese sharp. And, um, a couple weeks ago, I was at my significance other's, significance others, is what I just said, significant others place, um, doing my Duolingo, and the sentence said something like, um... My dog climbs a tree or something. And, yeah. was, and so I was like, <laughs> and I showed my phone to him and he just was looking at me and I was like, oh, it's maybe only funny if you can read Japanese oh, because no. I hadn't translated it yet. <laughs> so. Damn girl. Yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. But I was just like, <laughs> and he was like looking over my shoulder. So I was like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know. When it, I was telling, um, I was talking to mom about, uh, Sarah recently for some reason. I don't remember why. Yeah. Sarah just comes up in conversation. Um. she's delightful. And I miss her a lot. I uh, promise her that if she comes visit, to visit us, I will make her an eggless chocolate cake yeah. recipe that I found. I so. would also make her one. But, yeah. um. She'll get two, my, my mom would do that. My mom would do that a lot, uh, when we were in high school where, like, oh. 
you know, all my friends and I were taking Japanese and Except Sarah was Sarah. taking French. <laughs> and so my mom would be driving carpool after marching band and be like talking to us in Japanese. And Sarah would be like, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> I just, sometimes I forget because like, for me, I learned how to read Japanese for a little bit when I was in Japan. And mm-hmm. then like, once I took it in high school, it all came back to me, at least as far as like, hiragana and katakana go. Yeah. And so I've been able to read Japanese for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't necessarily understand what I'm reading, I can at least, like... Look at it. Look at it, and, like, it looks like words. So I kind of forget that that's, like, not something that necessarily everyone has. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, it was it was just... Because, like, sometimes Duolingo has really weird sentences. Like, they had one that was, my dog sells hats. Well, the so. one... I don't know, I always see, like... Um, you know, text from friends who do the Spanish one, and they get mm. a lot of shade thrown. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, my significant other did the Duolingo for Spanish, and he did the flirting unit. Oh, and shit. a lot of them are not, like, flirty flirts. They're just, like, really weird, like, do you call that dancing? And, like, it's so, it's, like, really, it's mostly fucking shade. And then, but you're, like, hitting on someone. So it's, like, you you're negging them. You dancing? You're negging them in Spanish. Nice. Which you should not do to people. People don't like that. No. I um, don't think we have pickup artists listening to this podcast. No. But if you are, treat women right and people right in general. Or go fuck yourself. Or go fuck yourself. Um, and then nobody else has to. our nice viewers are welcome to, again, reach us at spoophour at gmail. Yep. You can also find Sasha on Twitter at... At Sashanako, which is S A S H A N A K O. And you can find Courtney at um, Cupcake Owl now, right? Yep, Cupcake, yeah, Cupcake Owl. Owl 10. And I'm actually I'm trying to tweet consistently. You even changed your profile picture. I did. I changed my profile picture to a picture of me with an owl, and I changed my, like, do you call it a cover photo on Twitter? I don't know. But I yes, changed but... my profile, like, theme photo to a picture of the Yayoi Kusama pumpkin outside the Hirshhorn. The because one that, it's spooky. Because it's spooky. I put yeah. a filter on it to make it extra so spooky. Because it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. thanks for coming. Reach out. Um, happy Tuesday. Um, wherever you are. Wherever you are. Um, with love from Thursday. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so keep coming back here. Next week, which is really going to be the week after for us, yep. um, we're going to go into Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, and just, like, really dive in and have some fun with that. Yeah. So, So stay spooky. And um, don't be eaten by Baba Yaga and her iron teeth. Nice. Yeah. Cool beans. Also, if you want to write us a song, please do, and we'll love you. (laughs) Shameless plug.